Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeinwa Moronike. Over here on Limitless, we get into everything that involves living life as a young person so vibrantly in Christ, along with a community of believers. Guys, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you are so welcome. If this is not your first time, you're also welcome. I'm so glad to have you guys all together. It is the official first episode of season two of the podcast, All Glory to God. It has been a while. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry, especially to the people in school that were saying, you know, when are you coming back? And um, they were just so supportive, so loving, and showing so much care. Thank you guys so much. But I am sorry. Exams. So many things happened. And the intention of the break was to take some time apart, gain more inspiration, you know, get some of that fresh anointing for the new season. And um, exam just kind of made it, (laughs) it extended that break, which was not my intention. But I do thank God that the break was not in vain. I have learned so much. I've been listening to so many more messages. I've been reading the words so much more. Prayer, apart from the exam time, I'm not going to lie to you. Second week of my exams, my prayer life was... (laughs) very questionable so but you can't blame me there were some exams they told us the day before two exams i can say or three they told us the day before that we were going to have the exams that next day so during that season i think first week of exams my prayer life was good but episode life was good second week third week hmm. but we thank god because um it's gone exams have passed and by the grace of god there will be a testimony for every single one of you guys that wrote exams in that season there shall be a testimony including me every single one of us there will be a testimony in the name of jesus so but now we are back with season two and i am so excited guys i am so so excited because i just know this season is going to be amazing it's going to be great because we're starting it with god anything you start with god shall not fail everything you start with god will manifest his purpose and that's what this podcast is going to be doing this year okay um i have a little announcement on starting from march we're going to have a new series known as the Level Up series. Now, this series is going to be a four-part series. It may be more, but let's see. A four-part series for every single episode of the series, there shall be a guest by the grace of God. And we are going to, basically, the purpose of this series is to level up in various aspects of our lives. I have the firm belief that Christians are not just limited to the church. Our success is not limited to church, um, the church boundaries. We shall infiltrate many sectors and succeed and so financially we shall succeed academically we shall succeed in our our spiritual lives of course we shall succeed in our relationships we shall succeed and that's what this series is about leveling up in every aspect of our lives so we're talking about finances we're talking about relationships we're talking about our um, excellence in general our our academics and just the things that we're doing that will manifest god's purpose for our life and we're just we're going to touch on everything as many things as possible in that series and so i'm so grateful because that's going to be in march and i already have recorded the episode of my first guest which you guys will hear in march but um yeah so guys i'm so glad that i am back god bless you for being patient with me this shall not happen hopefully again next time when i say i'm gonna come back i at the specific time i will come back but again i just thank god that the break was not in vain and what god had purposed for that break manifested itself i even went on an instagram break and a tiktok break because i am on tiktok i'm on instagram if you have never seen any of my content there my page is if anyone underscore mo for both and um again that was to just grow get deep into the word deep in prayer learn more from you know just experiences of life and the things that god is introducing to me in this season of my life i also during that time i launched my business so i think god just wanted me to you know not have so much on my plate at the same time as well as exams but i thank god that everything just went to plan like i'm everything went to god's plan when things go to god's plan that's all that matters even if your plan 
isn't fulfilled, as long as God's plan is fulfilled, that is all that matters. And so we're about to just jump into this episode, officially season two, episode one. Um, before we get in, I just have to mention, I recorded this episode already, but I did not like the quality. And for some of you, this may be the first time you're listening to the podcast. Again, welcome. And I can't give you guys that. You know, we over here on Limitless, we stand for quality. We stand for excellence. We are not going to say because we're Christians, we're going to do the mediocre. Nope. Nope. Excellence. And so I had to re-record this with my mic and just some better sound. I pray the sound is better than the last. If it's not, I may have to add some background audio to, you know, just make up for it. <laughs> but I pray it's better, right? This intro is getting long, sis. It's getting long. All right. Let's get into today's episode. New episode for the new year. I know this is a bit late. Come on, this is like mid-February, all right? But I'm still going to tag this like the new year episode because it's the first time I'm going to, you know, talk to you guys in this new year. And we are going to use this episode for a little bit of reflection. Not too much, you know, it's February. We don't expect that we've done everything on our list, but there should always be progress. The thing is, if we are going to get to where we want to get to by the end of the year, it's going to take small increments of progress. It may not be huge progress at once, and it also may be. Maybe these small increments aren't you're not seeing the results until maybe what november then it's like a shoot up but they're still not in vain there is still a foundation that we're laying right now and so one thing that we want to start off with is how far have we gone this is february and i assume that the goals that you have written down you know at the beginning of the year there have been some goals some things you've written down that you are planning to work towards this year or you've started to work towards this year and so have you guys gone over those like have you started reflecting on how far it's gone now what I mean is not to scrutinize yourself it is way too early to scrutinize yourself and be like oh I haven't achieved this we're not expecting you nobody's expecting you to have achieved unless your goal was to achieve it in February but nobody's expecting to have achieved so much in February but the thing is the systems you've put into place to achieve this goal are they working? Are you seeing a difference? Now I say this because let's say, for example, most of us say we want to, we want to get closer to God in 2023, right? That's shout one of my goals. I hope that's one of your goals. Every year, the goal is also to get closer and closer to God. But let's say I've said, okay, I want to increase my prayer life. So I'm going to pray three hours a day. And I've decided, okay, I usually wake up by, let's say I wake up by six. And then because I want to pray three hours a day in the morning, I'm going to start waking up by three. Now you pray from three to six, you can do that first day, second day, you realize, bro, I'm tired. I'm always sleeping in class. I'm always sleeping out of work. I'm always tired. I've got bags under my eyes. I'm not t- taking a rest. I don't have the time or the privilege to say I want to sleep early because I've got other things. I don't have the time to sleep as early as I want to. I don't have the time to do X, Y, Z. This system you're putting into place is not working. So this time is enough time. I guess a month, we're in February, sorry. So like, let's say a month and a half is enough time to say, is this system going to get me to my goal? And if it's not, it's time to re-strategize because there is no point of you being, consistency is amazing, but there's no point of you being consistent with the wrong thing because you're going to get the wrong results. You will not get the results you want if you use the wrong systems for the goal. So your goal is right. Your discipline is right. Your perseverance is right. Your drive is right, but the system is wrong. So as much as you're putting all your energy into this system, into this, I want to wake up three and um, by three, that's great, but it's not working for you. And it's just going to break you down. At least by now you should start to see some form of connection. But then if you are struggling, these systems are bringing you back, then it's time to re-strategize. And that's a perfect time to do that. So again, do not scrutinize, but reflect be honest with yourself and measure your progress within the time you've been given which is one and a half months has there been any progress and there are some things not some things most things that are worthwhile they will take time to grow 
So it takes patience. You look at a tree now, you see the fruits of the tree, all oh, the trees pretty as long as, uh, you know, an apple tree or an oak tree. You see these trees, they're big, they're beautiful, but the roots took time to grow, they're deep. And whilst these roots are growing, you may not see much of the tree. The tree may just seem very small, it may just seem like a couple of leaves, it may just seem very useless, inconsequential, but the roots that, that are deepening, the roots that are growing, are more than what you're seeing. And so this may not be your time of complete manifestation, but the foundation is growing, the foundation is being built in the roots of the tree. You don't see the roots, but there is work being done. You may not see it, but God is doing work on you in this season, in this time. And so you need to give it time before there is full sprouting or full fruiting. You will see those fruits, but it takes a strong foundation. The problem, and I mentioned this, I think, in the last episode, the issue with rushing to see the fruits is if you really don't want to build that foundation and you're trying to build up, your foundation will be very rocky. When the winds come, when temptation comes, when struggle comes, you won't be able to stand and you'll fall. And God wants to build something in you that is sustainable, that you will stand strong even when the wind comes. There is nothing in this earth that is worthwhile that will not give you some adversity. Even your spiritual life, you may think that, oh, am I not trying to get close to God? God will make it easy for you. Yes, God would make it easy for you, not the devil. The enemy does not want you to know God. And so he will put things in your way. One thing that I started doing during exams, because my prayer life was just something else. Guys, it was, you know, it's embarrassing how bad my prayer life was. in, <laughs> in my, And that's never happened to me. That's the funny thing. During exams, I'm most consistent. But they really, the school did us dirty. Bruh, how would you be telling us about exams the day before? And they're not like little exams. They're like proper courses, like, like not our GSTs or whatever. And so, yeah, my prayer life was really bad during that time. So what did I do? I started going on prayer walks. No matter what kind of exam I had, don't care how important it is, I must spend my hour walking. Because if I stay in the room, as I said, the devil does not want me to spend time with God and he wants me to use ex- um, the exam as an excuse. I started leaving. I was like, you want to trouble me in my room, making me sleep. Because when I'm studying, you're not making me sleep. Why is it when I want to wake up early in the morning to study my Bible or to pray, you're making me sleep? So I used to go on prayer walks and that was the best decision I made because I loved prayer walks. I can't, my earphone sports, so I can't play music anymore on my, like when I'm listening, when I'm praying. So in prayer walks, I can pray out loud, like on a low level, nobody's really near me. And so prayer walks were a huge help. They were a huge help in that season. I just thank God for giving me that revelation to start doing that. I started going on prayer walks, my prayer life, my hunger, my growth. I just saw so much growth in that period and I really, really thank God. But that's just an example of the enemy does not want you to know God. The enemy does not want you to fulfill your goals. So you need to persevere. You need to be patient. You need to be patient. You know, sometimes you can look at where you are now and you can be very disappointed with yourself. First of all, that's a bit too much because come on, it's February. But either way, even some things that I'm sure there are some goals that you had last year that you're carrying over to this year because you didn't fulfill them last year. And maybe your last year was your time of preparation and this is your time of manifestation. We don't know. But you need to be sensitive to your seasons as well. But there is patience. And sometimes we don't understand. We don't, you know, God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So we may not understand how God is going to do it. You may not understand the method he's going to use. But if he's put that in your heart, that this is what I have purposed for you to do in 2023. So it shall be. So it shall be in accordance with his will. You don't know what God is building right now. You don't know what he's starting in you right now. You don't know the foundation he's trying to solidify. Because again, anything built on a rocky foundation will eventually fall. It will eventually fall. 
And it may seem small now. What you're trying to do may seem small now, but where it's going is so much greater than you can imagine. I love Ephesians 3.20 that says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, immeasurably more. So this thing that you're wanting to do, this business you want to start, that you've put a goal, you've said, okay, I want to make this amount of money for this business. And it seems like, you know, things are taking time. I don't know why things are not going as fast as I want them to. You have to remember, the plan you even have is even small compared to what God has. That's not, unless you are in alignment with the will of God. Or unless you've asked God and God has specifically shown you, this is what I want. But most of the time, the plan we have for ourselves is small. It's small, very small compared to what God has in, in plan for us. What God has in plan for you is so much greater than you. It's so much greater than your desire, than your success, than your growth. That shall come with it. Of course, but then the people that he has called you to touch, the lives he's called you to transform, the testimonies he expects from you that will touch people's lives. Now, you may seem like, you know, what I'm asking God for, I don't think it's that deep. Like, maybe you're asking God for 5.0 in your exam. And you may be thinking, ah, this is just 5.0. What does that have to do with? There's a great purpose to get to 5.0. There is a great purpose in your grades, yes. There is a great purpose because your success is success to the kingdom of God. When you see you are successful, your success is not for yourself. It is to draw people to his kingdom, to show the marvelous works of God through you. That's why it says that we are a light. That is why it says that we are to draw men through us, through the good works that we do, we are to draw men onto God. And so, yes, God wants you to fulfill those goals. He wants you to be amazing. He wants you to be a woman, a man of excellence. Because once you are a woman, a man of excellence, people ask you, how did you do that? And you'd be saying, I, just, I don't know, it was God. I, you know, people think that it's a joke. Anybody that's ever asked me, you know, how did you do it? I'll still say, oh, I read, da, 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 da. But there are times you read, you study, and you enter the exam hall, and you leave, and you'd be like, bro, I do not know how this is going to come out. Then time goes, and you see an A, and then people ask you, how are you doing? I don't even know. I studied all, but what I studied is not what I wrote down. And then you come out, and you're like, God, this is in your hands. And then people ask, how do you do it? How do you do it? And then when there's a trend, this is the why it's great when kingdom people are getting kingdom results. When there is a trend within the body of Christ, people will be like, whoa, so these bunch of guys that take God seriously, why is it that their situation is different from ours? Maybe they're onto something. And you may say, oh, that's not good. Their motive for coming to church is bad. Their motive may be bad, but what will keep them will be pure. What will keep those people in church will be pure. Their motive for coming may be a bit, you know. Some people that came to Christ, they, their plan was to ridicule the church. They came to church and they were saved. So the motive may be bad, but you don't know what will hook people down. I mean, Paul was on the way to Damascus to, you know, start prosecuting more Christians. And guess what happened to him? So this thing God wants to do in you is so much greater than you. So do not limit it to now like, oh, how me, 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 me. How am I going to do this? It's not about how you're going to do this. How is God going to use you? to manifest his will the mandate he has given you how is he going to use you to manifest it to draw people to the kingdom of god that is the primary goal of everything god wants you to do and that's why it's so important for you to make sure that your goals are in alignment with his will if they're outside of his will they're kind of pointless i i've been learning this thing a lot lately quite a few preachers my dad even mentioned it today i had midweek service he mentioned it today as well but i've been hearing it a lot this week specifically i've heard it from three different preachers we are spirits men and women and we are also flesh when god created us in genesis in the creation of man he took dust and he spoke to it with his breath with his word and so we are made of god in his image in his design and we are also made of flesh and so anything we do we cannot just rely on flesh we can't say this feels good this feels like something that i should work towards in 2023 no you need to be in alignment with the spirit of god because we are a spirit anything we do needs to consult the spirit of god 
we cannot fully function outside of the spirit of God because we're made of the spirit. We're not just flesh. We are also spirit. And because of that, we need to function within the will of the spirit. So when you make your goals, and I don't know if you've done this, if you have not, then I think this is time to re-strategize and be like, okay, God, are you sure you want this for me? Maybe I should, you know, work some things out. If you have not written your goals in line with his will, you've not consulted God first, you need to do that because you're going to be frustrated. You are going to be frustrated. You're like, why is this not working? Or maybe it's working, but you just feel so empty, so unfulfilled. Like, why am I even doing this? Are you sure you're in alignment with the will of God, with the will of your father? Have you consulted the Holy Spirit? Are you in alignment with the Holy Spirit? Because if not, that's probably your issue. You cannot do anything outside of God because we are in his image. We are made of his breath. You can try. <laughs> you, can, you, can de- you can definitely try. But how far are you going to go? how far are you going to go before you become frustrated and another the mistake we made there are some of us that we did make these goals with god in mind but then you left god along the way you're like you know i'm good after january and all the fasting and prayer you start trying to do it by yourself started hustling by yourself looking for resources by yourself trying to gain knowledge by yourself you've completely forgot that for you to do what god has sent you to do you need to partner up with the god that sent you to do it you need to partner with the holy spirit because he's the one I sent you. How are you going to say, oh, God, um, God said, oh, yeah, I go and do this thing. Okay, I'm all right. You've given me the instruction. That's it. I'm on my own. How? How, how are you going to do it without God? That's the amazing thing about David. I've been reading the book of Samuel. If you guys read Samuel 1, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, um, I can't go through all the chapters because David inquired of the Lord a lot. But that word, David inquired of the Lord, comes up a lot in First and Second Samuel. Because um when he was fleeing Saul David inquired of the Lord when he was in another town David inquired of the Lord everything he did David inquired of the Lord it's not okay um Samuel came you're going to be king all right God you've already given me the mandate you've anointed me I'm going to be king I'm good I don't need you anymore no 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 every step of the way David inquired of the Lord second Samuel 2 1 he inquired of the Lord second Samuel 30 verse 8 he inquired of the Lord first Samuel 23 verse 12 he inquired of the Lord first Samuel 23 verse 4 he inquired of the Lord guys there's so much more he inquired of the Lord he inquired of the Lord David continuously inquired of the Lord there was a point where his men God told him you can go forward and attack these people his men said are you sure these men are this they're that David said okay let me just let me go back let me make sure right he went back God still answered him again he always every step of the way he inquired of the Lord another thing that we should try and admire about David when God calls a tired person a man after his own heart if you have the opportunity to study up on the story of David the life of David there is so much we can learn from him, so much. There's so much we can also learn in terms of his wrongdoings, but in terms of the things he did right, there is so much we can learn. There is so much. So inquire of the Lord, especially if you're frustrated and you just feel like, I'm not sure this is God's will for my life. We can pray in church, God, let your will be done, let your will be done, but we could actively work against it when we are following what he has not asked us to follow, when we are chasing what he has not asked us to chase. Because honestly, anything that God has destined for you to do, there shouldn't be this relentless, almost fruitless chase for what God has ordained for you to already have. So if you're realizing you're doing something and it just seems so fruitless, you're not seeing any progress like at all. And of course, as I said, it takes time. But maybe you've even started this since last year and you carried it over to this year and it just seems, you know, what's going on? It's either one of two things. As I said, maybe you need to re-strategize maybe, or maybe you need to check if this is even in God's will for your life. Whether you're chasing the wrong dream, chasing the wrong goal. There's another thing that I've been learning is um, when 
you're trying to chase goals that are not in alignment with his will, especially things that don't naturally come to you. Now, there's always room for improvement. So I don't believe if you're not good at something, give up. No, I don't believe in that at all. Most of these people we look up to, these, you know, people, men and women of influence, the fact that we know their names is proof that we didn't give, they didn't give up. So do not give up. Persevere and seek strength from the Lord to persevere. But make sure that your perseverance is channeled in the right way. For example, you may see that your friend is an amazing singer and you're like, you know, I would love to sing like her. You enjoy singing, but it may not be a natural gift to you. You enjoy it. That's great. But then maybe you're an amazing writer. Maybe you write and people love the things that you write about. Maybe you write blog posts and maybe people are touched. Maybe you talk about God and, you know, your relationship with God and you teach and people are really blessed. But then you have the desire to sing. So your friend who also wants to improve her singing voice, she's already a seven. God has already gifted her the gift of singing. She's like a seven out of 10 in singing. And she's building up her talent. She's training. She's working to build herself up. Now she's maybe a nine, even a 10. But you, who you're a three in singing, no, let me, yeah, you're three in singing. God is not giving you the natural gift to sing. You want to build yourself up and you want to grow in that ability, which is great. In fact, that's lovely. In fact, me and my sister are doing something similar to that. Um, even because we're in the choir in our church we don't have the natural gift of singing but we want to improve ourselves but all my effort is not going to go into this singing because I know that's not God's calling for my life I enjoy it sometimes and I do it for the Lord but it's not my calling so now you who you know it's not your calling are putting all your effort into this you've put in the same amount of work your friend put maybe more and now you brought your voice up to a five so now you've spent all that effort being mediocre at something just to be mediocre whereas your friend went from good to great, to excellence, because she already has the gift. So what I'm trying to say is, your talent in writing, you're still working on that, but because you're also equally working on your singing and your writing, rather than focusing more on your writing, you are now building up to be mediocre in two things. You're now building up to be mediocre in your singing, and you're not working on the thing God has ordained for you to work on. Again, that does not mean you should not work on other aspects of your life, but jack of all trades, master of none. There is no excellence in mediocrity. Work on your writing, write more, learn more. Because if you're going to write in terms of you're writing blogs and, you know, you need to read. If you're a writer, you also need to read. You need to learn about grammar and etc. So write more, learn more, add, put most of your effort into what God has already placed in you so that your seven in writing can become a 10. And your three, you know, you can be gradually moving up to five. Da, da, da. You can take your time with that. But what God has called you for, that's your main focus. Focus on what God has called you to do. You may have your desires. You may have the genuine desire. But that doesn't mean that that's what God has called you to do. And there's nothing wrong. That doesn't mean you're a bad person or, uh, you know, you're going outside of God's will. It just means that there is a calling on your life that is greater than you. It's greater than what you want. And of course, there's always room for passion. I love what I'm doing right now. I do, but I don't believe that medicine is the only thing that God has called me to. I love my podcast. I, I thank God for my business that I was able to launch. Singing is something that I can do and try and develop myself, but it's not my main focus. Why don't you master your calling in Christ primarily? And when you do, when you become a master at that, that's when the destiny, the purpose God has for you will be ignited. That's when you will start to see the results that you have been looking for. Not in the things that God has not called you to, but what he has called you to. And that takes time. It takes time to grow in that skill. It takes diligence. 
And there's fruit. You know what I'm saying? When you're good at what you do, there is so much more fruit than when you're just okay. Mediocre, as I said, mediocrity does not bring glory to God. Excellence does. And when you are excellent at what you do, men will be drawn to you. I mean, even Proverbs 22, 29. Do you see someone who is skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. I even love KJV that says diligent. Don't you see someone that is diligent in their work? They're not going to stand before ordinary people. They're going to stand before kings. If you look at diligence, it's literally having or showing care and consciousness in one's work or duties. Consciousness. Other versions, NIV says skilled. We've taken your time to perfect your craft, to perfect your talent, your raw talent. I've been reading this book, Talent is Not Enough. Your raw talent is not enough. The natural gift God has given you is the foundation, but you must build up on that. You must learn, you must grow, you must have experiences. That's the only way. Take opportunities. You know, some of us, we're afraid of taking opportunities because we feel like we're not ready, but how are you going to become ready if you don't take the opportunities? You're afraid of taking the opportunities because you believe I don't have enough experience. How are you going to have experience if you don't take the opportunities? Of course, there is obviously guidelines to this. Pray about it. There could actually be opportunities that you should not be taking because you are too unready and you may mess it up. But there are also opportunities that fear is just stopping you from taking. That the devil does not want you to progress. So he's going to put all kind of excuses into your mind to hinder you. And God has given you the opportunity. And let me tell you, the same way God has given you the opportunity, he's given many people the opportunity. So if you don't take it, auntie, uncle, somebody else will take it. Somebody else will take it. You grab, let me tell you, don't wait for opportunities to just drop in your lap. You grab it. You grab it. You prepare. And that's why this time, you may not even be getting opportunities right now, but this time prepare so that your opportunity does not come to you unprepared. My dad always says this thing. I think I even mentioned it in the last episode. It's not before you buy the car that you start learning how to drive. Learn now. Get your license now. Then when the car comes, you're ready. It's not when it's time to give cars out. Oh yeah, let's start giving cars. You're still taking another six months to learn how to drive. Something that you should have been doing since. You're just doing it now. Don't look down on where you are now these small beginnings but reflect there's room for reflection serious in-depth reflection honestly and stick to it stick to what you're doing i always talk about this as well i learned this the other funny thing is this principle of consistency i didn't learn this in school i didn't learn this well aspects of it in school but where i mostly learned it was through my spiritual growth in christ you want to get into that relationship with god that is not like the average man that you need to be consistent you need to be consistent in everything you do. Your spiritual life. Doing three hours of prayer once a day is great. But if you're doing three hours of prayer once in a week and you're not praying for the rest of the days, there's no point. It's better for you to be doing your 30 minutes every single day or your one hour every single day. And your Bible study every single day. You're working at your goal every single day. You want to get that GPA, are you working at it every single day? Not days before the exam or every single day. It's that consistency that will give you your results. And as I said this before, anything worthwhile will take time. So your consistency will take time. You may not see results. That little progress compounded is what will give you the big result at the end of the year. That you can give your testimony, your church, that see what God has done for me. It didn't happen overnight. This generation of we want things fast, fast, fast. They call us microwave generation. True success takes time. Anything good in this world takes time. And you need to be willing to be patient. And be willing to to learn from mistakes, grow from mistakes, persevere. Disney. I even read, you know funny things, I read this today, just before you come to church. 
Disney. This Disneyland. Walt Disney, he asked 301 banks for a loan and every single one rejected him. It was now after 301 banks rejected him that he was able to get his loan for one of the biggest and most popular theme parks in the entire world. 301 rejections. How many rejections have you experienced that you want to give up? How many times have you fallen that you really want to give up? Now, as I said, we're talking Walt Disney, but let's remember this is a man of the world. Us in Christ. If you're falling too much... It could be spiritual warfare or it may not be in line with God's will or God is trying to teach you perseverance. That could be your category. Perseverance. Yes, this generation is very hard. <laughs> I can also attest to that. It is very hard because we want things fast, fast, fast. Taking time to, you know, struggling and all that hustling for years. Nobody wants to be doing that. But the kingdom of God is in from the things of this world. This is the micro generation, but the generation in heaven is completely different. Completely different. That doesn't mean there's no room for miracles, but we can't live a life on hoping for miracles. And instead of working at it now, we're hoping God, do a miracle, do a miracle. And see, we're doing something now, okay? As you're waiting for your miracle, shall I be working? Do not let that opportunity meet you unprepared because you'll waste it. It'll be so sad. This preparation period, God has ordained this for you to be doing something, for you, for you to be learning, for a purpose to be met. So it'll be so sad for you to go through your preparation period and waste it. You didn't learn anything. You spent it complaining. God, why? God, when? Why me? Da, da, da. Instead of trying to find the purpose in this season and maximize it. If this is you, if you're really struggling with this whole waiting season thing, you can check, uh, I don't know what episode exactly is, but in season one, I did have a se- an episode on the waiting season, so you can listen to that episode. But there is a purpose in this wait. That is, if that is your category, there is a purpose in this wait. In this time that God is trying to build you up. Okay? So guys, I am so happy that I re-recorded this episode because I actually like this one that I'm recording now. It came out much more. I think the flow was better. I think because I'm calmer. Like, I came back from church. Um, and I'm just so chill. There's breeze. So, like, it's not so hot and stuffy. <laughs> I don't know. This episode that I'm recording now, I'm just, I'm feeling better about it anyway. And so, God bless every single one of you. Every single one of you listening. The plan God has, the purpose God has for this season, for this year of your life, shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. You're, because you're a child of the kingdom, you're a son or daughter of the kingdom. No plan of the devil has the right to truncate the plan of God. We are royalty and we shall dominate on this earth. We shall not be the low people of society. That's an insult to God. To me, I believe that's an insult to God for Christians to be the low people of society. No, 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 no. We shall infiltrate and dominate every industry you have called us into. We are your royal priesthood. We are a chosen generation. And people of the world shall see us as such. It shouldn't just be us believers saying it all. People of the world shall see us and be like, this is a chosen generation. These people are royalty. And that shall manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. So guys, lovely people, we have come to the end of today's episode. The end of episode one of season two of the podcast. I didn't even mention that I'm back at home now because, um, you know, elections and stuff happening in Nigeria. So FG said, everybody, oh yeah, pack your bags, go home. So that's kind of nice. You know, after the exams, get to chill a bit, record some episodes with no you know classes getting in the way and etc so yeah kind of worked out perfectly and hopefully i'll be able to get my mom on the podcast as well i'm excited about that okay guys so i do pray you have an amazing day i pray you have an amazing month and this is the first time i'm going to say this in this year i pray you have an amazing year an amazing 2023 guys stay blessed i see you guys next week Bye bye